This is the Open Forum Podcast. Welcome to the first Shape America recap episode of the Open Forum Podcast. My name is Mike Miller, joined by my co-host Mike Martinez to bring you the news, helpful insight, and more from the world of physical education. In this episode, we feature our live interviews with outgoing Shape America president Judy Lobianco, as well as the duet of newly installed President Jamie Sparks and Director of Public Policy and Advocacy, Carly Wright. These interviews were part of our live streams from the U.S. Games booth at the Shape America National Convention in Tampa. If you didn't get to watch live and still want to check them out, they are on our Facebook page. Just search for Open Phys Ed, like our page if you haven't already, and then click on videos. You will find our safe streams as well as the Let's Talk Phys Ed live shows. We start with our first interview, past president Judy Lobianco. Your Royal Highness, the president. I understand that the Highness thing is a little bit of a joke because she, you know, <laughs> yeah, she, she doesn't stand so tall, ladies and gentlemen. But she is doesn't make you a bad person. Enormous in terms of spirit and passion and love and putting on one hell of a show. Yeah. Uh, Judy Lobianco, how are things? How was today? How's this week so far? Welcome to all of our listeners to Shape Tampa. What an experience this has been. I have to tell you that uh, I've had a great couple of days before conference came in, and uh, as people started arriving, the excitement started to build, and it really reached a peak this morning. Uh, Run DMC was fantastic. The, the dancers were fantastic. Um, there is nothing like watching a group of guys say, I'm a dancer and it's okay and it makes me who I am and it helps me express myself. And it was it was truly true this morning uh, when Stephanie brought dancers over there and uh, you all were dancing. So I thought it was fantastic. My, my portion was just uh, incredibly personally for me, one of the highlights of my life, quite honestly. Uh, the love that I felt in that room, the excitement that I felt in that room. The commitment to Shape America and all that we do was just so apparent uh, as people came through those doors. So it's been so far, and it's we're only in day one. Just an exactly. incredibly, incredibly outstanding experience. I feel like there's so much in, just in that answer alone. I say let's let's pick it off one by one. Uh, you have been to your fair share of conferences, conventions. Many. Uh, you've been to many general sessions, yeah. many, many, many keynotes. They range in terms of message and energy and purpose and yeah. what kind of tone they set. Yeah. I can only imagine that somewhere down the road of planning this conference, somebody said, we need a opening session unlike anything anyone's ever seen before. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag mission accomplished. Yeah. Thank you so much. From the dancers who yeah. have been sharing their love for dancing on Twitter, yeah. building some hype leading up to this, getting Stephanie Morris with her dancing shoes oh on <laughs> with them as well. Your CEO, ladies and gentlemen. CEO right there. <laughs> Having, having DMC up there, the uh, the hip-hop public health choreographers, oh, yeah. who had the, everyone out of their seats moving and grooving, yeah. but the underlying message of how important movement and health is, how easy it is to do if you commit yourself to it, I cannot think of a better way to tie this all together. If you want to take credit for it all solely by yourself right now, <laughs> here's your opportunity. No, I would say <laughs> uh, it's, just, it's not just me. It's about the vibe that Shape America is trying to produce, right? I, you know, I've seen presidents get on stage and we've seen programming for the general session that's been outstanding, but I just wasn't a give me a script, put me behind a podium and put me in 
business wear kind of president. So it was really important to me that, that we changed the vibe up on Wednesday morning and that we really spoke to who our people are. Uh, I work with teachers every day, I observe and evaluate teachers every day, I'm in classrooms every day, and who we are are light, fun, serious when we need to be, passionate, heartfelt, and that's what I wanted to come through in the general session, and I think I was able to hopefully achieve that. I think Stephanie and the dancers were. Uh, Lori Rose Benson, who's a longtime friend of mine, she used to work in New York, uh, New York City Public Schools, has been doing that her whole career. Sure. Uh, and then Run DMC, I mean, to talk to him on stage versus talking to him backstage, he's the same passionate guy that he is throughout. And then I found out he was from Jersey and he lives in Jersey. So, so that feels good, you know what I mean? Uh, so, so we really brought that new vibe, that vibe of we want the audience to be part of this. And we want to be a forward-thinking organization that says, let's change and elevate the profession and make it better from the ground up, not some president of Shape America or board of directors bearing down on you from the top down. That never works. Right. So, so one by one, every teacher of this organization on behalf of 200,000 others, we're, we're doing it, we're doing it. And uh, we have 50 million children out there, and when I took office, I said that that's my class size now. I'm working with go. 50 million children. It's a lot of stations, it's a lot of equipment, <laughs> but, but we're gonna do it. Every, every last one of them, we're gonna find every last teacher, and we're gonna expand that reach and make sure kids get what they need. That's incredible. Uh, we were talking with Mario Reyna, who's one of our shape Mario. Mario. And talking about, for him, and certainly for you, this whole week, this whole experience, is very different for you than it is for most of the people who are attending. Can you walk us through as quickly or as briefly as, as you have time for, what does the buildup and what does this week look like for you? How much do you get to actually enjoy versus, ah! Right, right. So at the board meeting the other day, I said to the SHAPE board of directors, I want to make sure that every last one of us makes this about the member experience, right? We tried very hard to schedule this week so that there weren't a lot of business meetings because we want all of our volunteer leaders to make sure that they get to enjoy the conference and get to enjoy their regional members, get to enjoy their state members, and, and really don't m fill it up with a bunch of meetings. Sure. I want us to be accessible, I want us to give high fives, I want hugs, I want selfies, and I'm getting everything I wanted, right? <laughs> if it only means that I only have five minutes to run somewhere, I'm still stopping every time. Sure. I really am, and it's it's been fun. I've, I've been doing a lot of selfies, which is, is a really fun thing. High fives, hugs, and that's this community. That's who we are. Uh, we lead with love and caring, and, and we gotta be who we are. And I, I never wanna feel like I'm rushing somewhere, even though my time, they're really scheduling me minute by minute. Oh, sure. And I'm back and forth from the Marriott just a million times a day here. Uh, and then there's time for the socials in the evening, so I'm really looking forward to just, you know, kicking back and just having a beverage and uh, having some fun, doing karaoke tonight, maybe. Um, maybe? Maybe. 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 Most I, don't, I, don't, I don't think anybody here has ever seen me drink anything but hot tea with lemon. And definitely not sing when a microphone's given to you. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so yeah, so I mean, and the socials in the evenings are gonna be really fun. And it, it, I can't wait to, to just move through this week in a way that takes me to the end of my presidency. Sure. And for me, it's a, it's a culminating moment in my career. It's the most exciting week of my professional life, sure. starting with this morning and going straight through the Hall of Fame celebratory kickoff and um, the sponsorship event for the uh, Speak Out Day scholarships. It's, it's really gonna be a fantastic week. And if it's one thing I know, this community 
they're so full of joy and we feel it from each other and that's the thing that ignites us when we go back to school. It even ignites me. I've been a supervisor for 17 years and I come because I've got responsibilities and all that, but since we started yesterday, I've been taking pictures, taking notes, sending them back to my teachers. They all want me to come back with stuff and I, and I do that because uh, that's how we change and that's how we network and that's how the ripple effect happens. So um, for me personally, it's been a, it's a, it's a fast week. Um, there's a lot of walking. I don't mind. Um, so yeah, it's, it's busy, but it's fun and it's, it's all about the networking. It's all about the exchange of ideas. So, so I'm really happy that you guys are here. Thank you so much for the work you do. Well, thank you again thank you. for putting on the show for us. We were talking earlier and we kind of equated what this must be like for you. It's kind of like planning a wedding. You know, yeah. There's months and months and months of planning and then you blink and it's Friday and everyone's packing up yeah. again. But one thing I, I want to go back to is is you, your your leadership, your passion. You mentioned that you're not, you know, quote unquote, you know, that kind of president. And I think that's evidenced by every single thing that you do. Your your, your sense of humor. Uh, I think among your many strengths, I think your sense of humor is one of them. Uh, I, and speaking of selfies, I saw a great picture that took probably a lot of photographic artistry of you and Will Potter. Oh, Will. <laughs> Will, Will, Will. Standing back to back. And I, I imagine it was tough to get you both in the same frame. It is. That's my second or third picture with Will Potter. And uh, Never gets old, I'm sure, for him anyway. I, the one picture, I'm looking up at him and he's looking down at me and I think I broke my neck, <laughs> actually. Uh, but he's a heck of a guy and I love him to death and, and we've gotten to know each other a little better and he's uh, just a salt of the earth guy. Sure. He's, he's all about his kids and it's, it's such a pleasure to meet him. I met him at Speak Out Day and... Um, Really great guy. And along the same lines of having that sense of humor, being a little vulnerable at times, putting yourself out there, yeah. I personally have been very inspired by your nightly dance parties. Thank you. How is that journey going? Are you, are you still dancing at 8 o'clock every you. night? Yes, yes. I know this I week am. might be a little tough for you to get that in. Yeah, but. well, that's why I said on stage this morning, I hit 10,000 steps inside of 10 minutes of my speech. <laughs> <laughs> but again, you're, you're, you're living the message. I am. You're putting yourself out there on social media, you're getting to people who might not be here, who right. might not be in your neighboring area. Yeah. What is it about, is it just innate leadership or is it something more than that that makes you want to put yourself out there in that, in that way? You know, you burn out in this, this profession if you're not genuine sure. and authentic. And over the past 25 years, my focus is kids. And my focus is having that ability to walk into a classroom and be able to feel what they're feeling and think what they're thinking. And I've been in classrooms over my course of my career where I said, get me out of here now, I can't stand another minute. Or I, would, I want to stay in this classroom all day long. And you got to be real about it, you know. Uh, my whole life, my, my parents instilled in us the ability to be able to be empathetic for others and to, and to serve your community, right? And I never wavered from that once. Uh, this morning's incredible announcement by me, you know, this incredible vulnerability piece, I wish my parents were there. I really do. I think they would have been so proud of me. And I'm proud to be able to do that on behalf of every child because there are children in our schools that are not making it. And it takes a caring, loving adult in every classroom. And I won't stop until we get there. You know, And I'm so glad I have a major army of people here at the conference, including you all, uh, to be able to help us get there. So I, you know, I think it's an innate ability to be able to say, giving service makes me happy. Giving service makes me whole. Giving service to Shape America in particular, a, an organization that has given me so much, that has taught me so much, 
working with the Shape America staff that has worked so hard on everything you see happening at Shape America. This is the new Shape America. This is our rebirth. Shape America as a name turned five last week and I liken it to going to school now. We learned how to walk, we learned how to talk, we learned how to take care of ourselves and now we're going to school baby. We're going to take it out there. So a big shout out to the Shape America staff who has put this event together. I don't want to forget to talk about them. Uh, they've just been an inspiration to me and they've helped me greatly in my, in my presidency, my board of directors, program councils, all those people. All those people who do the work behind the scenes to make it happen. So. Did I just not, not answer your question? I just went off on a tangent right there. You answered my question and my next two questions as well, so you're actually Perfect. doing me a favor. I have, like, ESP. <laughs> I'm a big fan of ESPN. Um, I have ESPN. So, most important question, the thing that everyone on Facebook Live, everyone in, in the world wants to know, you're, you're, you're one day into an already phenomenal show. It's, pr it's only going to get better over the next few days. Thank you. But, what comes next for Judy Lobianco? What comes next? Well, I don't go away completely. I'm uh, the past president starting on Friday afternoon, and I'm happy and excited to support Jamie Sparks as he becomes our new president. Yeah, Jamie from Kentucky. That's right. Jamie's a great guy. He's the uh, executive director of Kentucky AFER and uh, has been at the Department of Ed level, and he brings a wealth and depth of skill and knowledge uh, and intelligence to the role. And what I like about what's happening with this board is that we're all believers in the same thing. That boards that are strategic and high functioning don't get caught on structure, function, governance. We're talking about kids at our meetings. In fact, what not many people know, that I'm now gonna tell the whole world on this open <laughs> podcast, I leave an empty chair at every board meeting. And the chair is meant for the member that's not sitting there. And whenever we talk about something that doesn't affect that empty chair, I bring us back to the empty chair. And that chair is any health and physical educator, but mostly the member that we're supposed to be serving. And that's how we've been able to stay hyper-focused, uh, vigilant about our beliefs, which include um, engaging principals and administrators, many of whom you saw this morning, and particularly this major shift toward e equity, diversity, and inclusion. It's something that I believe very heavily about. It's something that our board members, each of them, have believed. And it's, it's time to go there because we have to make sure that every child um, and every teacher is represented in what we do. So we're excited about that future. Really excited. Pumped. Psyched and pumped. In, in case you couldn't tell, genuine, tattooed <laughs> on one arm, authentic on the other one, ladies and gentlemen. So how does your role change as past president? You are still okay. hands-on, still involved? Yeah, I'll be on all the EC calls, the executive committee calls. Uh, I'll be on the board calls. We're doing a lot of virtual stuff now, uh, which I think is cool and forward-thinking and very progressive. Uh, and it's important, right? Because I don't, you know, if I can save my membership's dollars on making sure that we go virtual, that's great too. Uh, every dollar counts like that. And uh, I'll be able to be on some committees, nominations committee, uh, finance committee, that kind of thing. Uh, and just play a supportive role in terms of, you know, mentoring the next presidents that come in and making sure that they jump on our train. And, and this train is a good train. This is not, the new Shape America is about making sure that a president doesn't come in and just have this own agenda and starts it and then finishes it with their turn, right? We're, tri we're trying to build capacity. We're trying to build a massive three to five year strategic plan. And we're being really responsible by doing that. We're reaching out to members about what their needs are. Uh, and I couldn't uh, praise Stephanie Morris, our CEO, anymore. I mean, she has come in here and has had that business mind 
and that forward-thinking mentality since she stepped in the door, and she's really building community and capacity and has gone across the country to do that, and I couldn't be more appreciative of that. So uh, shout out to Stephanie Morris. I really appreciate what she's doing for us. Including showing out those dance moves. Oh, my God. <laughs> in front of a couple thousand people this morning, by you the way. think you know a girl. <laughs> Well, I can say, uh, I don't know if I have the authority to speak on behalf of anybody, really, in the world. Ah, uh, go ahead, because I think it's going to be good. But from one man's humble opinion, I want to thank and appreciate you. Um, I can say, since I first learned what Shape America was and started attending conferences, your energy, your passion, your smile, your your you-ness has definitely been left upon this organization and will be felt, I'm sure, for years and years to come. Um, I'm hoping that this Super Bowl of PE and health celebration is not the end of this relationship. Yeah. Um, I, I think, again, the train's moving in the right direction. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks oh for everything you've done. So. Thank you so much, Mike. You know, what's interesting, you know, people have asked me, what's next? I'm going to be past president, and then I'll roll off the board. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think service is measured by your leadership title. I think it's about giving back to your community, right? So I'll be available. But another important thing for me is that I step back when I need to for emerging leaders to take over, right? I don't want to be that person that hangs on because it's important to me. It's not about me. It's about children and it's about purpose and it's about making sure that we bring the next level of leaders toward us because I'm not going to be able to shape, uh, shape, quote unquote, (laughs) the health and physical education of 10 years from now. That's not going to be my time. My time is here and now, and it'll pass. And I'll be, I'll be okay with that. I won't be upset, I won't be sad. I won't hang on when I probably shouldn't, you know what I mean? <laughs> I won't be one of, you know, one of those people who are saying, find something for me to do because I'm bored at home. That's not what it's about. That's not what it's about. It's about knowing when to step up, which is what I want our emerging leaders to hear today, but it's also about stepping back when we need to. So uh, I'm really excited to know whenever that time comes, and I'll be proud and, and honored to continue to, to serve Shape America in any way I can. And I have no doubt that you will step up tonight at open mic karaoke night. And again, Would lead you like by a example. Preview? I far be it for me. What is your go-to? I'm off the deep end, watch as I dive in. I'll never beat the ground. I've t- no rehearsal, no, no vocal training, no, no exercises. No Gas right bars, 7 p.m. Just jumps right into it. If you want to hear the rest of that song, please come on down to Gaspar's. Gaspar's Grotto in Ybor City, 7 o'clock. Grab the trolley. Plenty more where that came from, ladies and gentlemen. Judy, I know this is a crazy week, crazy day for you. Thank you for a few minutes of your time. It's always a pleasure to chat with you and hang out. Thank you for all the work you're doing. Of course. Until next time, President Judy Lobianco, the the queen, the the original J Lo. <laughs> That's right. The the official boss of New Jersey, and plenty more titles where that came from as well. We're gonna take a short break. Judy needs to get to a million different places, including gas bars tonight, and we'll be back in 90 seconds. All right, folks, it is officially afternoon. We're rocking 12, the 12.30 hour on the Open Forum podcast, live from the U.S. Games booth at Shape Tampa, the exhibit hall, still rocking and rolling just like it was yesterday. Uh, I think we might have peaked too soon with our next two guests. Uh, <laughs> if, if one wasn't good enough, we got two <laughs> PE Shape America Heavyweights. Which was serendipitous. Yes. <laughs> Worlds colliding, stars yes. aligned. <laughs> Carly Wright, Jamie Sparks, how has this week been so far for you? 
Oh my gosh, it's been unbelievable. Um, it's always one of my favorite weeks of the year. Just the energy is electric. I mean, DMC rocked the mic yesterday, <laughs> which was awesome. Some of our people rocked the mic at the opening celebration last night too. President Judy Lobianco threw it down. So um, it's just so awesome to be here with, you know, over 4,000 of your closest friends. It's like a big family reunion. So I love it. Love it. How about you, Jamie? Good. Yeah, I'm happy to be back, guys. Thanks for the invite. And, uh, you know, got to talk to you last year in Nashville when I was running for candidate. And, and so, you, you know, launched my, my presidential career. So thank, thanks to the, <laughs> thanks to the podcast for that. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, week is going great. Uh, very busy week and uh, just, just excited. And then glad to come crash uh, Carly's party here as well. <laughs> so uh, I was looking for a time, and Carly was on the schedule. So, so thanks for... Thanks, thanks. Carly didn't invite me, but I, I invited myself to Carly's party. Hey, we happen to both like advocacy a little just bit. A little, so just a little. Just a little. It well. works out. It worked out. <laughs> and I definitely do want to touch base more of the, the advocacy route. But can we talk about DMC just a little bit longer for a second? Uh, yeah. <laughs> How like you both of you are no strangers to conferences and keynotes, yeah. opening sessions. Yep. Have you ever seen anything like that before? Never. Thousands of people Never. moving in unison. Like, how are we ever going to top that, right? Good luck. Good, good luck <laughs> next year, big fella. Yeah. yeah exactly. Right? Exactly. He, he, right. He was so amazing. So amazing. I mean, his message was so authentic and just spot on. And then he's saying it's tricky. I mean, I don't know. Does it get any better than that? It was just so awesome. A- amazing. The only thing I think that gets a little bit better being one of the, the backup dancers yes who got to rock the stage with DMC <laughs> with it's tricky playing in the yep. I mean it's unreal how cool is that <laughs> unreal and yeah. I, I, I do I'm glad you touched on not just the performance itself but the whole hip-hop yep. public health message I mean there's not a single person in the room who that doesn't speak to how do we get kids more active how do we use music which kids already love right to trigger those emotions and those, those, those cognitive pieces yep it was just a, a great great I, I can't think of a better way to kick off a phenomenal week Absolutely. And I'm rocking my Adidas shell toes. As you should In be. his honor. As so. you should be. <laughs> <laughs> but, but let's talk advocacy. Uh, Carly Wright, for those of you who don't, if you don't know, shame on you. Carly is the, the queen of advocacy. Uh, I, I need business cards that say that. I like that title a lot. Kind of surprised, you don't, kind of surprised yeah. you don't have them already. But thanks. I know, I know a guy. We can get that done for you. Um, for those people who either don't know what not just shape America, but what people can do for themselves yep. as advocates. What is like your 30 second elevator pitch? Why is it so important? I mean, advocacy is is so incredibly important. It's, it's our job to share with the world why health education and physical education are so important, right? We need to be our own biggest cheerleaders um, because if we don't, then who will, right? You know, we know that when we go to Capitol Hill for Speak Out Day, for example, we see hundreds of other groups that are there on just the same day that we are. So if we stop going, stop engaging, stop delivering that message, um, you know, it's 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 a problem. You always want to advocate before there's a problem, right? Because sure. then you've built those relationships already. So so critical to be involved on the national level and things like Speak Out Day. You know, we walk in the halls of Congress now with our neon sneakers and they say, hey, check it out. The PE people are here. They're back. You know, they know us now. It's national great, level. It's great to have that. Yes. That recognition. Yep. It really is. Yeah, as well as on the state and local level. I mean, just advocating within your own school and gymnasium and working with your your, your principal and, and, you know, parents, all of that, just super, super important. And I know we are fortunate that we 
pull some strength and get to sit at the same table as Carly Wright and Jamie Sparks. Not everyone has that level of gravitas. That you know, people think, oh, that's Carly's job. She's you know, she's way up here. Right. How easy or what what does the process look like for Joe and Jane Everyman to become an advocate and to get that message out and to get more involved in that in that forum? Yeah, I, I'll, like I'll, I'll, yeah I'll jump into that because I honestly, that's how I got more involved early on a number of years ago to my own state association. Mm-hmm. I started working with the Department of Ed, doing a lot of trainings, and every training I went to, what I would hear from teachers is they weren't happy with their situation. Sure. We don't have enough money for PD. We don't get to go to a conference. We don't have, and they would look at me as a DOE employee, and I, I wasn't in charge of those things. And so that's where I slowly started working with my state association to build that voice and then ultimately started working a lot with Shape America. And that's, that's advocacy is my number one issue and, and getting more people involved because while we've made great progress, what makes advocacy the most effective is volume. Yep. We need everybody that's a Shape America member, that's a state association member, that's a member of the open community to, to, to have a relationship with decision makers because it, we're all helping to build this brand of what quality health and BE is. And I think even more so for us in our profession is so many decision makers out there come from school environments where they didn't have that quality experience. Right. So when we're saying more PE and they didn't have that quality PE experience, there's that disconnect. So that's the reason it's critical for every person to have a voice that we're all raising that bar collectively into what best practices are. Sure. Right, yeah, I mean, volume is so important. We need that one large voice, but we also need that personal connection and those personal stories. I can go to Capitol Hill and say, you know, this guy Mike, he's doing awesome stuff in New York in his school, but when you come and tell those stories to your own legislators who you vote for them, you know, that that is what makes an impact. We can share data and research and numbers out our ears, but when you talk about the kids in the classroom and the impact you're making on their lives, that that's what makes moves the needle really and so that's why it's so important for us to have many many people engaged now both of you mentioned speak out day which is a phenomenal event for anyone who's been there it's still on my bucket list it it looks like arguably one of the most important things we can do as 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 quote-unquote leaders in our field to you know to keep yeah keep that momentum going forward but the truth is not everyone can make it right right what are some of your go-to other avenues for still having your voice heard if you can't make it to D.C. for Speak Out Day. Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely, we'd love to have you at Speak Out Day. One of the things we're actually doing at our our Hall of Fame celebration um, on Friday is $5 from every ticket that is purchased goes to support travel scholarships for attendees to come because we want to help you get there because we know teachers are, are taking personal time and have to pay their way. So we're trying to find ways to raise funds to help people get to Speak Out Day. But if you can't, I understand that. (laughs) Um, The other thing we're really committed to working with our teachers on is backyard advocacy. So even if you can't come to Washington, D.C., you can meet with your members of Congress in your home state and your home districts. You can meet with your, uh, you know, state officials at the Department of Ed, your state legislators, and even just, again, within your own school and county and things like that, having the opportunity to, you know, even if it's something like, a family fun night or something like that where you're bringing the community into the school um, you know invite your school board to come to that event invite your state legislators to come invite those folks into the classroom so that they can see the amazing stuff that's happening because like Jamie was saying not everybody knows what's happening in there and so we got to shout those successes from the rooftops yeah and you know and I would just add to that that, that I would say it, it is an honor to go to speak out day it's an honor it's a humbling experience every year to go I've been very fortunate to be in part of the last five or six and I still get the same chills it's it's the Friday night game chills for me when you're riding the bus up to Capitol Hill you're 
you're going to meet with your legislator. But, but you know, the reality is, is every state's sitting a few people, and that those are important, those face to face. But the most important part of that process are the people that are not there, because, and that's where I think that's where we're going to continue to push. It, you know, you can have two representatives come from New York, but if they're going into an office to meet with a senator or representative and they've only got five emails from your state, right. are they really going to listen to you? As right. opposed to, what if what if that senator just got a thousand emails the day before asking for what we're going to ask for in person? That That's where we still have a lot of work to do. Yep. So it's not the people that are there that are most important. It's the people that are, that are not there that we want to continue to encourage to get engaged. And the Shape Action Center is one of the easiest processes. I mean, it's... It takes you a minute. You know, you can customize the message if you want to, but literally your email, your address, uh, we make it so easy. Right. And so we'll continue to to work on those things. I'm actually, like, getting chills. Listening to both of you speak and hearing how, first of all, how easy the process is, but also seeing what the the steps look like, whether it's people hear advocacy and think Washington, D.C. Right. But it could just be advocating to your principal. Right. Your superintendent. Yep. Your district which then could lead to your state organization, right. which then leads to D.C. Like, so the, the, the more people you talk to, the more you can expose your program and, and, and show up what great things you're doing. Exactly. That's the message that we're trying to get exactly. across. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And especially when we're talking about the Every Student Succeeds Act and where there's funding available now for health and physical education in schools, that those decisions are happening at the local level. So it's important for you to have those relationships with your principals, superintendents, you know, school district staff to be able to say, hey, we know we can access these funds for, for professional development and for our programs now, and they're the ones who are making those decisions. So you want to be doing that advocacy work on the ground. And you know, social media is a super powerful advocacy tool too, right? And I don't know if you guys know, but our community is pretty awesome on social media already, right? Quite a presence. You all at this table might be. Um, but you know, think about if you have a picture from your class and, and you're tagging your legislators in that, saying, hey, check this out. This is what we're doing. You know, not only are our members of Congress tracking those emails that come in, they are now tracking social media. And if you tag them with something positive, (laughs) you know, there's some trolls out there. So they're they're excited and they and they want to see that. And, you know, that's going directly back to those members of Congress as well. So another, again, easy thing you can do from your own backyard. Who doesn't want their name associated with good things that are happening, especially in education with kids? If you can show the positive instead of just you know railing against them with bad news all the time, mm-hmm. right? It's probably a welcome tweet. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm currently I'm glad you mentioned the the ESSA funds. I myself and I'm sure most people hear advocacy and think we're lobbying for more money. But we, you know better than anyone. That's not always the case. What are some other things that could be advocated for that might not have to do with budgeting or or, or finances? Sure. Well, I mean, a a lot of different things. I think, you know, at at the federal level, we're we're trying to maintain the level of funds that we have now to be able to, you know, go down um, to states and to school districts from there. Um, But when we're talking about state and local level advocacy as well, you know, we want to make sure that... um, you know, you're you're changing your school culture. You're involved in, um, you know, maybe if there's a social emotional learning team within your school, or your you know school wellness council, things like that. Um, you know, working with with other teachers in your school to make sure that you're um, advocating for that sort of school wide culture of, of physical activity and health for for uh, you know for your students. I think there's a lot of powerful things, um, especially on the local level, where you can really make an impact with without a lot of dollars, for sure. 
Yeah, we were fortunate in Kentucky this year, you know, another example of beyond funding. Uh, we had, uh, because of the rise, uh, epidemic levels in e-cigarette and vapor use among teens, mm -hmm. you know, we're starting to get some of that data back. Uh, so Kentucky being a tobacco state, we still were a state that we allowed tobacco use on school grounds, not on school pro not, not inside a building, which is prohibited by federal law, but there were still at basketball games, football games. So we had certain number of districts that had already passed local policy. And so we'd got to the point where we had enough, and because of e-cigarettes, there was finally some state legislation that were proposed. So we were able to use the Shape Center, the Action Center, customize it in our state action center, and, and make our members aware, our state members aware, to, to be a part of this voice. Let your state senator know, let your legislator that this state policy is an important health message for kids and youth that we have a responsibility to do. As health educators, we can't tell students and warn students about risk behaviors and health behaviors and then have school policies that are inconsistent right. with those messages we teach in the classroom. So again, nothing to do with funding there. It's the right message and the right thing to send to kids. Yep. Sure. Yep. So the message I'm hearing from you both is, if there's anything that you're not satisfied with in your job, don't be unsatisfied. Speak out. Exactly. Talk, call people. Put yourself out there. And there seems to be no shortage of ways to do that. To, right. The, the, probably the only thing you shouldn't do is not do anything. Exactly. You know? well, the chances <laughs> are there's someone else out there with either the same or a similar issue. Right. right. And again, it's volume. Right. So, right. So be that advocate. Be, be willing to, for lack of a better term, speak out. Exactly. And again, don't just settle for what you don't like. Exactly. Be the change. Right. As, as, as some would say. It's so important to be proactive, and um, you know nobody's going to come to your classroom door and say, "Hey, we have all this money. Do you want it?" But if you're knocking on some doors, building relationships with you know your federal grants coordinator, the right people, um, you know, yeah, you'll you'll see success. You absolutely will. We've actually heard from teachers who. Speaking of the, the local level, just from being an advocate and, and sending home positive emails, pictures, your PTA could be your best. Your PTA Absolutely. could be your best, your best resource Absolutely. with extra funding. And you know what? You want that new piece of equipment? We'll throw some some dollars Absolutely. your way. Absolutely. But they won't know what you're doing if you're not putting not it out telling there. them. Yeah. Yeah. I always, always I was I knew I'd butcher this if I didn't look it up. So I was googling to make sure it's my favorite uh, <laughs> Dr. Seuss quote, but it's my advocate's quote. Unless someone like you cares an awful lot, nothing's going to get better. It's not, you know, and that's, I think yeah. that's our message to our community is let's, and, and I think in education as a whole, we see that movement across the country that for a long time, teachers have just been very complacent. Policy happens, school happens, it's outside of our control, but all of a sudden we're saying, oh, wait a minute, we can be a part of the process. We are a part of the decision-making. Let's not just rest and assume that we're always on the back burner. And, and, you know, so ESSA starts a conversation, but it's not the end-all, be-all. There's still a lot of advocacy, a lot of building up our community that we got to continue to do. Well, I, I, on behalf of everyone who's here, everyone who's not, more importantly, everyone who's not here, I want to thank you both for your leadership and for your, your, all your work on the advocacy train. I want to thank you double for inspiring and empowering others to take that torch and run with it and become their own advocates because, again, the more numbers you have, the more change you'll see. Thank you Absolutely. both for, and thank you for your time this week. I know both thank, of you thank are. Thank you both very much for the opportunity and thank the most you. busy people here. <laughs> Mr. President, your Royal Highness. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know five minutes of your time is a lot, so thank you, thank you, thank you for coming in. I hope thank you have a you. wonderful rest of your week Thank well. you. And Great hey, guess. we're both on Twitter, so hit us up, because we're here to help. That's that's exactly what we want to do. So and what would those Twitter handles be? I am HPE At Jamie Sparks CSH. There you go. Start following them immediately. 
jump on board and, and, and join the advocacy movement. Yeah. Absolutely. Carly, you're right. Jamie Sparks, thank, thank you so much for coming. Thanks, guys. Great to see you again, as always. Thank pleasure. you. Sir, always a pleasure. Cards. Sweet. Keep Thanks. up the great work. <laughs> I'll work on it. Send me a headshot. I'll get it made for you. Oh, perfect. I, I don't know how we're going to top those two, ladies and gentlemen, but... That's Carly Wright, that's Jamie Sparks, the Open Forum Podcast, rocking and rolling on a Thursday afternoon. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back in about 60 seconds. And that is going to do it for our first Shape Tampa Recap episode. There will be a few of these, so make sure you follow us on Twitter at OpenPhysEd so you do not miss any of them. Like I said earlier, these streams are also saved on Facebook. Just search Open Phys Ed, like our page if you haven't already, and then click on videos. Our streams are there as well as the live Let's Talk Phys Ed shows. As always, if you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at openforumpod at gmail.com. If you would like to tweet at us directly, Mike Martinez is at physedfreak, and I am at coachmillerpe. We love to hear from you, so please reach out with comments, ideas, and suggestions. We want to keep the show a truly open forum. Until next time, stay active, everyone. This podcast and all of the great services provided by Open are made possible through the support of U.S. Games and BSN Sports. Every time you purchase physical education and athletic equipment through U.S. Games and BSN Sports, you are supporting a network of teachers helping teachers. Open is a public service organization. Learn more at openphyzed.org.